Good morning, witches. This is the Witch Daily Show, coming to you from New Orleans, with host Tanya Brown. Our episodes span about 20 minutes long to give you just a little pop of magic. So, tune in, take a deep breath, and enjoy. Good morning. It is July 4th, 2023. It is Tuesday. I am Tanya, and this is the Witch Daily Show. Today's episode is brought to you by The Swallows. So let's get your day going with a little magic. Our quote of the day is, do we settle for the world as it is, or do we work for the world as it should be? by Harper Lee. All right, so we are drinking Owen's Garden Gate, a lemon lavender pea flower tea, and we are talking about lemongrass. So uh, health benefits, are there any? Uh, Let's dig into it. Yesterday we talked a little bit about kind of just the basics of lemongrass. And today we're talking about the potential health benefits according to WebMD. So research has found several potential health benefits of lemongrass. Lemongrass is a rich source of flavonoids and phenolic compounds, which contain antioxidants. It's also an effective antibacterial and antifungal agent that contains anti-inflammatory and antioxidant properties. Lemongrass contains a flavonoid known for having um, these benefits, which uh, is said to help inhibit cancer, cell growth, and prevents heart disease. So it is said to potentially help reduce cholesterol. Lemongrass is used in Africa as a treatment for coronary heart disease. One study conducted a seven-day treatment of lemongrass extract on rats, which resulted in elevated cholesterol levels decreasing significantly. It is also said to be a great topical antifungal. Um, it is said to help uh, with E. coli infection, as that is a bacterial infection. Um, there are some potential risks. Uh, skin irritation, if you use topically, some people could have an allergic reaction, as well as pregnancy concerns. So some sources claim that pregnant women should avoid lemongrass. Uh, while evidence um, is kind of lacking here, there is just some concern that it could trigger a menstrual flow, which could cause uh, issues during the pregnancy. All right, which is moving into some headlines. This comes to us from ancientpages.com. 1,700-year-old statue of Greek god Pan unearthed in Istanbul. And this was June 9th of this year. So a fragment of a statue depicting the Greek god Pan has been unearthed during the excavations in Istanbul's uh, archaeological park. It is a new artifact recently discovered in this area of archaeological excavations that restarted uh, the Istanbul Metropolitan Municipal's Heritage Department. It's really neat. There's a photo. Um, Wow. The statue of Pan is probably 1,700 years old and from the Roman era. However, the exact period of the statue will be determined after detailed examinations. It was found 260 centimeters below ground, according to archaeologists. 
The excavations also discovered stamped bricks, 681 bronze coins, pieces of marble, ceramic, glass, and metal artifacts, and oil lamps. At a depth of approximately 2 meters and 60 centimeters from the surface within the backfill soil, a fragment of a marble statue depicting Pan, and this is a quote, known as the god of shepherds and flocks in ancient Greek mythology, was found. The statue, measuring 20 centimeters in height and 18 centimeters in width, was identified to have a broken left arm and a lower part of the body. It is believed to date back to the Roman period, and after the expert examination, further dating will be conducted. So, very neat. The photo is insane. So, definitely check that out on our link tree. So, despite being a god of shepherds, Pan is often depicted in sources as a lovable figure who roams the meadows playing the flute, contrasting with his intimidating appearance. However, in many sources, Pan is described as having the ability to scream and frighten enemies, causing panic. He was born with goat legs, a long beard and horns, and immediately after birth began to jump and laugh. Frightened by his extraordinary appearance and character of the child, the mother left him. Hermes, however... Wrapping him in hair skins took him to Olympus and entertained all the gods, especially Dionysus. Wow. It's just very neat. I'm always so surprised when they find these things. I guess I guess maybe I have this like strange belief that like you think all of the interesting things have been found. Like sometimes you forget that like there are still parts of this world that is un like unexamined or unexplored. Uh, it's just very neat. All right, which is I am throwing this over to our moon correspondent. And after this break, we will talk more. Hello to all of my astro friends. This is Serendipity, the Chicago astrologer, coming at you with your daily moon mantra for Tuesday, July 4th. The waning gibbous moon moves from the lofty cliffs of Capricorn to the buzzing laboratories of Aquarius. Here, the moon conjuncts Pluto. The moon's conjunction to Pluto is a rather heavy aspect that has us looking deep within ourselves and searching for our personal truths. The moon deals with emotions, and with Pluto in the mix, we're looking into how we really feel about something. In our day-to-day lives, it's easy to look past our emotions and keep chugging along. But that starts to catch up with us if we do it for too long. So take this moment to really soak in your feelings and get to the base of what is moving them. Only then can you start to move past them. Your daily moon mantra is, Now is the time to understand more so that we may fear less. This has been your Daily Moon Mantra with Serendipity, the Chicago Astrologer, signing off and reminding you that you are in charge of your own destiny. In the Black Mountain region, Full Mouth is a town of women and children. When local mothers start dying, the town is panicked. At first, the citizens believe the deaths are suicides, yet 15-year-old Pearl is unconvinced. Pearl has known visions her whole life has known the feeling of when the darkness shifts inside her and her power comes to the surface. But having recently moved to Fullmouth, the supernatural is suddenly magnified. She now finds herself able to commune with ghosts. 
She sees visions of how mothers will die. Relying on these powers, Pearl faces a daunting foe and the responsibility of saving the town. The only question is, will she be too late? Built on history, folk tradition, and witchcraft, The Swallows is a horror novel that explores a small town's connection to the spiritual world and the families that fill it. The Swallows by Kristen Clanton is available wherever books are sold. All right, so we have a question from one of our listeners, Lauren. Lauren writes, hello, Tanya, let's jump in. And this came from our email, not our Facebook group. I'm an avid seeker of information and personal growth. I'm fortunate enough to have therapy as an available tool for me, and I use the hell out of it. I've been going through several life transitions this year, healing from traumas, changing career and learning paths, reaffirming my identity, all while disconnecting from toxic family members and personal friendships. This is what everyone of all ages is doing these days, right? Maybe it's an, an <laughs> maybe it's an accumulative hyperfixation, but I'm living for it. Actually, um, we're in a very similar situation. I have been dealing with a lot of really hard personal things. Um, I would say the past two years, but definitely the past two months. Um, it's funny, you know. We're taught to look for. Uh, toxicity and lying and gaslighting and all of that when it comes to romantic relationships. But we're never really taught to look for it in friendships. And sometimes I think that can leave us vulnerable. Um, I know that I am having a very hard time right now, uh, personally myself. Um, I'm having a really difficult time making sense of reality. Uh, basically, someone I was friends with for years and years and years, I basically... Uh, went no contact with them after some really mean things they did. And since going, no, since going no contact with them, I've recently discovered like five years of everything I thought I knew was a complete and utter lie. And um, it's really hard for me. I have moments where I don't know what's real. Um, and I don't know what's true. And it's funny because my intuition definitely pinged the whole time. I knew this person was lying. I just thought I knew what the lies were. So for some reason, that gave me a sense of control. And so realizing that, oh, all the lies I thought were the lies were just the cute, fun lies. It wasn't the deep, deep, deep lies. And um, it's been really difficult. So I think we're in a very similar situation, not to dump on everybody, but, you know, uh, it, it's very funny this were to come up because it's just, it, uh, life's hard. Life's hard and it's hard right now. You know, I think a lot of people are feeling like this and going through this. Lauren continues, the growing pains are real, but so is the healing. This fuels me to continue making these sometimes uncomfortable changes in my actions and life's decisions. Clearly, my spiritual self has been greatly affected by these environments, and I want to harbor all the growth I can. It takes a lot of energy when you're actively working to grow as a person and as a soul. Sometimes I'll find myself in states of information overload and then withdraw, almost like I can't learn or heal enough to fulfill some sort of cavity, for lack of a better word. I want to ensure I'm doing enough to create and maintain my desired reality. In truth, I know I'm doing more than enough. I think I'm lacking a little balance with all the moving parts. So what's your take? 
Any advice on balancing spiritual and personal growth? Sending love and support back to you for all the years of great insights you've delivered through the show, Lauren. Oh, Lauren, my heart. Um, I'm here. I'm here. I'm right here with you. Uh, just know when you feel that uncomfiness and that confusion and pain because healing is painful. Uh, no, I am right here with you because I am going through the same feeling. So anybody listening, anyone listening, if you find yourself in a moment where you just feel all alone um, or just unsure or confused, just know that like somewhere maybe across the country or the world i'm feeling that way too and you're you know you're not alone um yeah so here's the thing i love growth personal growth spiritual growth i'm always working to better my life in some way or another and it is painful i was recently telling two friends um how i felt really guilty (laughs) so this is a silly story it's silly now, but I, but the feelings are real is basically like two or three years ago, maybe three years ago, somebody was like hyping up this dish that they make. And then they made me the dish and I didn't think it was good. And then a year and a half after that point, I, I confessed to somebody. I was like, she said it was going to be so great. And I just did not like it. And that was literally like well over a year ago. And I actually just recently felt guilty about that. I was like, I felt guilty for being quote unquote mean for disliking someone's dish and telling someone it just didn't feel like a nice thing to do or say. And um, I get very hard on myself. And I think that is the thing. And I think that's the lesson is when we're growing spiritually or personally the key is that we have to give ourselves grace i am very bad at that um no one beats themselves no one will ever what did john mulaney said he said no one will ever hate me as much i hate as i like as much as i hate me and um i definitely know no one will ever be as hard on me as as hard as i am on myself you know and i think that is really the lesson here is that give yourself grace for maybe the parts of you that you don't like. Give yourself grace for the petty moments when you admit to somebody that you didn't like this dish someone made you once. Like, just be graceful. And all the stuff I said that I was going through that has come with me having to face a lot of parts, a lot of things and parts of myself that I'm just not particularly proud of, even though... In the eyes of other people, they've told me, they're like, you couldn't have possibly have known that X, Y, and Z was happening. And it's, and I get what they're saying, but, but it's still my actions during those times, even if I was unaware of the truth or what was going on, my actions during those times do not align with my belief of who I am. And it's difficult and it's hard. So if I had any big advice for you, it would be to, Give yourself grace. Be gentle on yourself. Um, Admit when you've hurt someone's feelings, even if you don't agree, right? Even if you don't agree. Um, That is, I think, the hardest lesson for a lot of people. If someone comes to you and they said, you've hurt my feelings, you've made me feel this way, you don't have to agree with that. 
but you still have to understand that you've hurt somebody. And if you actually care about that person, you should care about the fact you hurt them, whether or not you agree with the situation around it. And that I think is the hardest lesson for almost everybody that I've ever come across. And that happened recently. I had a friend who was like, hey, you didn't come to this thing of mine. Um, and it hurt my feelings. And and like, I'm going to be honest, I don't fully remember what was going on with me during that time. And I don't remember why I didn't attend. And I don't remember. I don't remember why. I remember not going, but I still don't remember why. And I don't remember if I like was mistaken or confused about something. I don't know. But it doesn't matter if it was intentional or if it was malicious. I still hurt their feelings. And I apologize. And I said, I'm so sorry. And I said, here's how we can fix this in the future so it doesn't happen again. Um, I may not agree with the fact like I still hurt them period amen and I care about that person I don't want to hurt them and that's it but um even even if I don't think it's maybe quote unquote my fault it doesn't matter because that's the truth so I think um if we can learn how to do those two things I think we can be much better people Number one, be gentler with ourselves. Don't be so hard on ourselves. Don't beat ourselves up, something I'm very bad at. And two, even if you disagree with why you hurt someone's feelings, you still need to care that you hurt their feelings. Because if you care about them, you care that they're hurt. And that's the secret. I, I definitely have friends um, here who I don't tell them when they hurt my feelings because I know they're just going to throw at me how wrong I am for them hurting my feelings. And I don't know if I'm trying to maintain friendships that like are doomed because of that. But yeah, you don't want your friends to feel that way. You don't want your friends to feel like you're unapproachable uh, to talk to. Um, I know people who like they'll do anything to get out of the reality that they've maybe hurt someone's feelings or that they make people feel bad. Um, and then those are the people who aren't going to maintain friendships because people eventually will feel unsafe with them. You know, and I definitely have people like that in my life. So things are confusing. Being a person's hard. Being a spiritual person is hard. Um, one thing I've also learned is to be grateful for my emotions, even the ones that suck and that hurt and are painful. Uh, that's a big one. And it takes time. It's not easy. You don't flip a switch and you're suddenly grateful for your bad feelings. It takes time. You have to catch yourself in the moment and kind of train your brain to be grateful for the, uh, your feelings. And it's because of that saying, uh, we I forget who said it, but we are not humans experiencing a spiritual life. We are spiritual beings experiencing a human life. And what we get to experience in that life is all of these emotions. So grief, hurt, sadness. It's beautiful that we get to feel those things because there's some people who don't. There's quite a few people in the world who don't, you know? Uh, so I don't know if that's what you're looking for, Lauren. What's your advice on balancing spiritual and personal growth? I don't know if you can balance. I don't know if there. I don't even know if there is a balance. I think you you just dive headfirst into the wading pool of life, and you hope that you are a person that you're proud of. Um, I definitely love adding things to my life that I feel like make it better. 
Um, and I will tell people if I feel like they're making things really difficult or um, things like that. And I actually had a conversation with another friend recently. I've had a lot of friends around recently. Um, I had another friend recently who admitted to me, you know, when I have had hard conversations in the past, it makes me want to stone up and like shut down. And I was like, well, in safe relationships, we can have these conversations without fear that we're going to lose each other. So you don't have to shut down and you don't have to wall up. We can just talk. And we can love each other in, you know, difficult ways when things are hard. You know, we don't, not every fight needs to end in a screaming, crying match. And I I think if Gen Z has taught me anything and why I love Gen Zers, that is what they've taught me. Of course, all, all, all generations have their issues, but Gen Z is very good at talking about their feelings without there having to be a fight or people crying, you know? And uh, I'm really grateful for that. So now that's kind of my thing is um, I, I don't really engage with that. Um, I, I don't deal with aggression at all. I don't think there's I don't think that's appropriate. Uh, if you feel like you have to get aggressive to get your point across, grow up and uh, go to therapy. <laughs> like people can have just a conversation without getting angry and crying and being aggressive. And if you can't, then that needs to be worked on. But anyways, I don't know if that's your question, Lauren, but I hope it was helpful. Um, And if it wasn't, and if this was just nonsense and me blubbing, then I apologize for anyone who had to sit through that. But that's how I'm feeling right now. I'm in my own sea of confusion and unsureness. And I'm disappointed in myself that I recognized a bad situation years ago and I allowed myself to stay in it. And I am disappointed in myself that I let myself become miserable because of it. I'm disappointed in myself that I allowed myself to be someone I don't agree with because of the situation I was in. Um, However, I'm out of it now and I can correct those things and I can apologize to the people who were hurt by the situation, even if I wasn't involved or even if I, it wasn't my doing. Um, and I can use this. What does Ron Swanson say? Ron Swanson, Parks and Rec, he says, you know what makes a good person? A good person recognizes the mistakes they've made. They learn from it and they move on. And that is true. Dwelling doesn't make you a better person, right? And that's kind of what I feel like I'm trying to do or trying to work on is I'm trying to use the past few years as an opportunity to remind myself of what I don't want to be, um, the people I don't want to be, in groups I don't want to be in. And yeah, I hope that was helpful. If not, I'm sorry. There'll be a new episode later. All right, witches, Uh, we are wrapping up this episode of the Witch Daily Show. Was there any witch in it? Well, we had Pan, but you know what? Honestly, I like being able to just share my feelings. So Um, I do want to give a shout out to Elaine. Elaine, you wicked, thoughtful banshee. Kelly Corrado, you perfect cunning kitten. 
Jess Jensen, you playful, charming fae queen. And Amy Sue's, you kind, perfect mongoose. Thank you for so much for being Patreon supporters. I really, really appreciate it. And before we leave, we do have a card pull today. Let's see. Our card is the Page of Pentacles. The Page of Pentacles represents novices and inexperienced beginnings. And what better way to represent this card than with Amanda? One minute, she's singing her heart out in the swing choir. And the next, she's infused with the powers of the Slayer. When you are aligned with the energies of the page, you are learning new skills and may feel ready to intensify your training. This is a good time for self-improvement, for focusing on your health and welcoming some new hobbies you never considered. All right, witches, that's all I've got for you today. Don't forget any books, decks, headlines, sources, anything we reference can be found in the podcast episode description or witchpod.com. And we will talk again tomorrow. Bye. Witches, we hope you have a wonderful day full of joy and gentleness and confidence. Links for this week's episodes, our website, Patreon, along with a free daily card pull can be found at witchpod.com. One stop for everything we talk about. Now, take one more deep breath and have a great day.